What do forests and farts have in common? Both are part of the climate conversation, believe it or not. Today we'll find out what world leaders plan to do about climate change. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's Tuesday, November 8th, and this is the 10 News. 10, Once a year, leaders from countries representing the world's biggest economies get together for a little chat called the G20 Summit. This year's summit, held in Rome, Italy, just ended. It was the first time since the start of the pandemic world leaders met in person. So, what did they talk about? We're listening. Well, they discussed taxes on big corporations, sharing COVID vaccines, and financial help for developing countries. Leaders promised to vaccinate 40% of the world's population by the end of 2021, and 70% by summer 2022. They also agreed to place higher taxes on big corporations and pledged to send $100 billion to developing countries. Excellent. But the biggest thing on the agenda was the climate. Leaders at the summit agreed that its member nations, composed of 19 countries plus the European Union, which together account for 80% of the world's emissions, would end coal financing by the end of 2021 and make it a goal to contain global warming. But critics say the group did not go far enough toward taking real action for the planet. Oh, man. Enter the COP26 a whole other, even bigger meeting of nations that happened in Glasgow, Scotland, after the G20 summit that was all about, wait for it, climate change. Nice. At the COP26, 100 nations agreed to work together to decrease methane emissions. What does that mean? Methane is a gas notoriously found in human and animal farts. Yuck. But it's also produced by factories, and when it enters the atmosphere with other gases, it creates a greenhouse effect, warming up the Earth. So, by lowering the amount of methane, we can hopefully reduce climate change. Leaders also promised to end deforestation and pledged $14 billion to save forests. Forests are a big help at slowing down climate change, but are regularly cut down to make way for farming, grazing, mining, and drilling. With this new worldwide agreement, 110 nations are working together to save forests. So from the G20 to the COP26 to the C3PO, just kidding about that one, that's not one of them. I've just about had enough of you. We'll be keeping an eye on what the world's leaders are doing about climate change. So a lot happens at this year's G20 summit and at the COP26 conference. The leaders of the world discussed concrete actions to stop climate change. But why is it important to stop climate change right now? This past summer, the United Nations, you know, that group of 193 countries working together for peace, justice and universal human rights, them. They formed a special committee called the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change or IPCC. Let's say IPCC. It's less of a mouthful. The IPCC is made up of scientists and governments all over the world, and they put together the biggest ever report on Earth's climate. That's right. The Earth got a report card, and 
Thanks to humans, the grades are not looking good. Okay, that's bad. Tenor Rihanna is here to share the biggest news from the report. Hi, I'm Rihanna, a seventh grader in San Francisco. Today, I'm sharing what we learned from the report. Well, the Earth is heating up, and that's causing big problems. The IPCC showed that many extreme weather events are happening today, like flooding, more frequent and stronger hurricanes, droughts, and severe wildfires. These are all caused by the warming of our planet. The overall temperature of the Earth has increased more in the last 50 years than any period in the past 2,000 years. What? The weather is getting extreme. The report included a best case and worst case scenario for what the Earth will look like in 80 years. When I'm a grandparent, in the best case scenario, if countries work together to make changes and slow the temperature increases, the global temperature only goes up by 1.5 degrees Celsius over the next 80 years. There would still be some extreme weather, but overall, the climate will cool back down. That's great. In the worst case scenario, countries don't change anything, and the Earth would warm up 4.4 degrees Celsius by 2100. Parts of the Earth would be uninhabitable for humans, meaning that there would be few places for humans to live safely. And that's not all. The oceans could rise up to 82 feet. So major cities like New York, Seattle, Miami, San Francisco, where I live, and many others could end up underwater.、Um. Sounds pretty scary, but there is time for us to make changes and keep telling everyone how important it is to take care of our planet. Thank you, Rihanna. And for any of you tenors who want to read the whole report or other takeaways, you can find the link to the report in our show notes. Today's fun fact is an inspiring one. At the COP26 conference, Prince William, the Queen of England's grandson, announced the winners of his Earthshot competition. The competition celebrates people who have developed new solutions to the climate crisis. One winner, 15-year-old Venetia Umashankar, invented a solar-powered cart for India's food vendors, which will improve air quality for millions of people. Delicious. Now let's see what else is going on. History was made on election day. Michelle Wu became the first woman, the first person of color, and the first Asian American to be elected mayor of Boston. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh elected Ed Gainey as the city's first black mayor. While New York City now has its second black mayor, Eric Adams. Way to go! American Girl dolls and the board game Risk have made their way to the National Toy Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York. They were inducted along with sand, which the museum says might be the oldest toy in the world. Who doesn't love rolling around in the sand? Whatever. Speaking of sand, scientists think that the glassy rocks in Chile's Atacama Desert may be the result of a comet explosion that happened 12,000 years ago. The reason is sand turns into glass at temperatures above 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's hotter than most fires that happen here on Earth, thankfully. And now, what? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the ten. So you know how climate can affect how dry or wet a place is. How much do you know about the driest place on Earth? 
Deserts are notoriously dry with very little rainfall and scorching sun all day long. Can you name the driest place on the planet? Is it A, the Sahara Desert, B, the Atacama Desert, or C, the Sonoran Desert? Did you guess it? The answer is B, the Atacama Desert in Chile. There's so much sunshine in the Atacama Desert that some chefs who live there use the sun to cook their food. What? That saves on gas bills. What kind of food would you cook with the sun? I think I'd cook up a nice piece of fish. But there's no water around there. Hmm. Maybe a piece of cactus? You can take a virtual tour of the Atacama Desert courtesy of Lonely Planet. Check it out in the show notes. Time's up. But before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. Look out for our new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is cooking with the sun and includes Tracy Crooks, Tessa Flannery, Pete Musto, Adam Bernard, and Natalie Alonzo. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to The 10 News. All that desert talk is making me thirsty. I'm going to go drink some water. You too. Hydrate. It's good for you. This podcast has been named a Common Sense Selection by Common Sense Media, recognized for its outstanding content for kids and families.